Well, hello, friends. Welcome to 90 Day 3-Way. We're here for another go at this season of Happily Ever After. Um, it's still not any good. I don't know if I'm the only one who feels that way, but whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you tell us. You can tell us all over the social medias. I know you guys have been interacting with us on the Instagram. So please keep doing that. We are there at Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. So you can tell us what you think all over the place at 90 Day 3-Way on all three of those little platforms. You can also email us, 90day3way at gmail.com. And, um... You know, I'm just sitting here trying to figure out whether or not I'm actually going to have some weight loss surgery because Angela seems to be going back and forth about her decisions or I think she's going in. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention last night. So, yeah. Tamara, do you know what happens? Because <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck's going on. Um, we're a winning podcast. This <laughs> um, People love us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know what's happening. I okay. half-assed watched it as well. I even <laughs> asked Kelly if she watched it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I... Um, yeah, I'm with you, Lynn. Like, I wish I knew what happened on this episode, but we will make it through and we will come through for all our baby girls listening out That's there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Kelly, how about you? You watched the whole thing, so you may have to lead us. I did. Yeah, but you know I black out. That's my new specialty <laughs> with Happily Ever After is, yes, I watch it, but I I black out. Like, I totally miss huge sections of the episode so um anyway yes I watched it um I think the challenge for me with this season is that nothing happens in the episodes Mm -hmm. like they are giving us the tiniest little blip of these Mm -hmm. storylines like they've Mm -hmm. just they've chopped them up within an inch of their lives do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like like Angela's like this weight loss surgery. Like I know we're only on episode three of Happily Ever After, but it feels like we've watched ten episodes. And she it should feels have had like, it by now. Yes, like, seriously. Yes, and this is the challenge. And I know we have discussed this because everything leaks and because we know everything before it actually airs. Obviously, Angela, we know she had the surgery. We know she looks super thin. She was all over People magazine, right? There were articles, like the whole thing. Yeah. So you're kind of just like there's no drama or build up to it all because you're like okay I know what I know that she has it I know she looks good I know you know her and Michael are having the time of their lives like whatever you know (laughs) that's why I kind of enjoy the couples like (laughs) Tiffany and Ronald or Kalani and Osuelo because I have no idea what's going on with them like they're not you know like I don't see anything about them on social they're not in people magazine so like I have to watch the show to actually, even though they're not interesting in the slightest, but like if I want to know what's going on with them, I have to actually watch the show, you know? So anyway, and like Angela's run her course, you know, um, who else is on here? Julia and Brandon have run their course. It's like, I know we're in a pandemic and filming is difficult, but clearly they're capable of doing it. So why can you not, get new people and i've heard over and over again that we really need to watch the single life so maybe maybe we should just transition this podcast from the bullshit 30 minutes of that <laughs> and watch the single life i'm just saying i just made an executive well, the single decision. life is over they're having their tell all this week yeah so oh, fuck we my life it. we completely okay. missed that yeah uh, yeah yet again i, I missed the boat go figure <laughs> yeah okay we missed it i mean yeah so anyway it i'm not gonna lie it is tough and they're not like even the things that are like okay so this week Jovi and Yara were finally on so at least it was 
a new couple in the sense of a couple that we hadn't seen the last couple of weeks, but they were on the show for probably all of four minutes. So it wasn't like you really got a lot of them, right? you know? So it's just, I don't know. I'm not loving it. And I can tell they're dragging it out. Like, I feel like we're going to be watching this, this season or this whatever for a long time. And I'm not happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, well, so isn't each episode two hours too? Yeah, two hours and ten minutes. What's the ten minutes they're giving me? That's nothing. That's what I want to know. It's literally nothing, and all I ever do is look at the clock and go wait, and then I try to fast forward it because I'm like, <laughs> isn't this supposed to be over? And I think that maybe I paused because I blacked out and nah. maybe I paused it. I don't know. But no, they're giving us an extra super size. If you're gonna give me an extra ten minutes, like make it make it worth make it while, good. You know? Like don't end with Jovi and Yara with the kid. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The best part of the episode for me, because I was watching it live, which I don't normally do. So then it feels even longer because now you're like watching commercials and everything. I know. I did the same thing. Same I I feel like a pioneer. I'm like, oh, I'm not fast forwarding (laughs) through commercials. Like, this is what my ancestors felt like watching TV. Um, Girl, girl, it's what we felt like. Exactly. I was going to say, this is my life when I was 15. This is what I felt like 10 years ago. Like, who am I kidding, right? So anyway, um... But it's the Extreme Sisters. Did you guys, have you watched that? You know, the no. commercials, the previews for that, I'm just like, if when I saw the, what, is, what are they, twins, and they're sitting across from each other naked doing yeah. yoga, I was like, yeah. nah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. So I, I got to tell you, it sucked me in, and I definitely watched the first, like, 30 minutes when the episode oh, ended. So, I mean, they're insane. They're yeah. crazy. But anyway, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. okay, that's that's not what we're here to it's talk It's another about. story. Okay, so let's just start with Jovi and Yara since I already oh, okay. mentioned them. So they're back. They haven't, you know, they haven't been on an episode yet. So mm-hmm. they, um, they're, uh, they were on last night, and we got, you know, their backstory, which of course we already knew because they were just on the other one that we watched. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, mm-hmm. you know, didn't really have a lot to catch up on there. But it starts out with Jovi doing grocery shopping, which I just thought was hilarious because, I mean, A, he's like in his pajamas. He's like in his flannel pajama bottoms. Mm-hmm. And of course, he got a six pack or his case of beer, but he didn't get the diapers and then he got the diapers and was like well whatever like this is fine right like didn't even meanwhile they fit a toddler here you go (laughs) gets her like pull-ups didn't even like try to look to see if it was the right thing and you know and he didn't get any of the food that Yara wanted so he's just being Jovi it just made me laugh he's like I got lemonade she's like yeah that's that's not what I wanted She's he's like, it's kind of like a fruit. I was like, oh, God. Because I've been that I've been on the receiving end of that. I wasn't feeling well once a while ago. And I the Dane went to the store. And he's like, I'm going to get you soup. I was like, sweet. I'll chicken noodle soup. That's great. He came back. He had bought me lobster bisque. I'm like, that's not chicken noodle soup, friend. He goes, but it's soup. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's not going to help me in my time of no, need. No, the last thing you want when you're sick is a thick lobster <laughs> like, bisque. That's a lobster terrible. bisque. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so Yara's not happy. And like she said, <laughs> lemon water and a lemon is not the same thing. So I yeah. thought that was, I thought she was kind of funny with that. Yeah. Um, and she's just basically very unhappy. So he says he's going to go out now and get fresh vegetables. Fine. So now in the meantime, Gwen comes. What, like, what was the issue though with Gwen? She was saying the baby needs to be in a blanket. And they were, Yara's like, don't tell me how to parent. I was like, what? 
like I don't I don't get it. I don't get I didn't get the drama. Oh, so I didn't the, see it, the drama. The, okay, so the issue was okay. and here's the thing. I feel like Jovi totally did that, like bring home the wrong shit so he could go back out again. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I, I thought it was all a ruse and like he knew exactly what she wanted, but he was like, I get to go back out. Okay. Um so it was the fact that they brought the baby out. One of the things was they brought the baby out and Yara felt overwhelmed because she was out with the baby. And they said, I think the baby was only four days old or something Yeah, like that. And I'm sorry, why are you bringing a four day old baby out? Well, that's what during, I'm, yeah, yeah. During, I mean, during, during like, COVID. I mean, COVID and all of that. But I feel like there's like a, most women that I know that have had babies usually don't bring the baby out of the house until like their first appointment. Mm -hmm. So. So like four days old seems very, very quickly. And it sounds like they were out at a restaurant um, from what Is that where saying. they were? That's that's what I thought I heard. But I wasn't again, I wasn't really paying too much attention. So that that much I heard. Okay. <laughs> so so it was just kind of like and Gwen being the old school parent that she is was like, it's much too soon to bring the baby out. Like, you know, because a lot of older like mothers, grandmothers, they like literally will not let you leave on the house until that baby's like a month old or whatever, you know? So mm -hmm. it was just kind of like Gwen was just giving her advice. And then I think Yara didn't like when she was like, you just needed me to come save you, didn't you? Or something like that, she said. And I was like, and you know, her hormones are probably raging. And she was like, she's telling me how to raise my kid or whatever. And I'm like, oh gosh, this is not going to end well. But, you know, she took a very passive approach to it. So I was like, okay, well, you, you accepted what she said. You weren't happy about it, but you didn't, like, come back at her in a negative way. So, yep, yep, totally. you know, hmm. I mean, Gwen is well-intentioned. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I think Yara even said, like, I really like Gwen. Uh, we have a great relationship, right? So I think, mm -hmm. and she said, I want your mother to help us, but I don't want your mother to tell me what, what to, to do. do. But I think, to your point, I mean, Gwen like Gwen raised a kid, right? So right. I think she's like, this baby's four days old. I'm trying to help you, you know? Right, exactly. And but why would you want to go out four days after giving birth? Like, I mean, I've never, obviously never had a child. So I don't know how you feel four days after expelling a human from your body like I would want to lay down expelling a human <laughs> that sounds wonderful like, I have no maternal instinct I'm sorry well I was watching Yara's Instagram story today and she was talking about how she watched the episode last night mm -hmm. and she said you know I want you guys to know I had postpartum depression like pretty Aww, bad and she's like for the week after I had the baby I was crazy like totally crazy so maybe she also just had crazy brain and she was just like I want to go out and yeah, I you know and I don't it. know like maybe she just did but she also thinks she said in Ukraine they take the baby out like right away so who knows what they're doing but yeah I, I don't know can why I tell I a funny story about what they do in Denmark with babies yeah yeah okay so they you know how when you go out to eat you, you keep your child with you well, apparently in Denmark, and this is coming from the Danes, so I can neither confirm or deny whether or not this is true, but he claims that when he was younger, <clears throat> when his parents went to restaurants, they would keep him in the stroller outside. Like the oh, restaurant yeah. had a place where they kept them outside. Yeah. And they would yeah. just go in and eat and the babies would be outside. Oh, yeah. Is that a so thing? Yeah, so when we went to Iceland, yeah, no. I was in Iceland. I didn't see babies yeah, no, in carriages like outside of restaurants. It's legit a thing because okay. they like, like when we were reading up on it, they're like, if you see a baby outside in a carriage, don't worry. The mom is inside the restaurant eating. <laughs> and I was like, what? 
And so I asked. They had it in a brochure when you travel there, like, by the way. So I asked one of the girls that, um, um, her name is Catherine Kristen Dorter. Um, I think I messed up her name, but anyway, she she and I are still kind of, we're so friendly. And she said um, that it's just the way parents eat dinner. Like, you know, in America, it's okay to bring a kid into a restaurant and, you know, they call it, they're disturbing the peace or whatever she said. They and are. she was like, um, so, <laughs> so she said, usually parents in Iceland, they want to have like a nice meal. So the babies are outside and it's a safe place so okay. no one's going to steal your baby and it's okay to just leave them outside so i guess it's a thing in a lot of those well um, that makes sense nordic since countries iceland, yeah since iceland was under the danish crown for a while right so, yeah that makes sense <laughs> yeah so who's watching the babies nobody. nobody they're just sitting outside in the carriage they're just chilling yeah like like where sleeping. you tie up your bike and leave your dog yeah like, yeah the like I, we yeah. actually saw a few strollers outside and really you know, there were, yeah there were kids in them like sleeping and you know oh. no, nobody was like gonna take their baby so <laughs> i guess it was safe you know so i like, missed okay. that part when i was in iceland i didn't see yeah. any of that Damn. yeah okay yeah and, and and actually in reykjavik so like downtown yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. i was like I, I was like oh there's a baby abandoned baby and <laughs> it's like no it's well, not abandoned yeah. Yeah, Americans would think it was abandoned, but I think that's why they make um, such a big deal of people knowing that that is that's part of their culture or the way they they raise their babies. And, you know, hey, the people over there turn out pretty okay. So I'd say they're doing something right. Well, the Icelandic people might end up pretty okay. For sure. Okay, I thought, okay, that's, anyway. I didn't know that. That's really interesting. I thought maybe yeah. someone was like in charge, kind of like, you know, when you bring your kid to like the gym, the, you know, the, the kitty daycare at the gym or something. I thought maybe there was someone standing outside watching all the babies in the strollers. No, the hostess no. doesn't watch the kid. They just sit there. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I reached out to my Russian Ukrainian expert and she texted me back and said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I remember in Russia when I was a kid, no one saw the baby for the first 30 days, but that may have changed because, you know, I'm old as fuck. (laughs) Join the club. Thank you, Lena. Thank you, Lena. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of times mothers didn't bring their kids out until they got their first, like you said, their first appointment or they got their first shots, like all that kind of stuff, especially with the first kid. I feel like by the second kid, it's like, yeah, whatever, like pass them around, letting them do whatever they want. Do you know what I mean? But the first kid, it was very like they didn't want to do anything. But anyway, so Gwen's trying to help them. Yara's not happy, but she's also extremely hormonal. She's also upset because Jovi is leaving to go to Guyana for two months. So she's going to be alone. She has this four day old baby, you know, Gwen said she's going to come and help her, but she really is completely alone there. And I'm sure that that is, and and it showed she was very upset because the poor woman was just crying hysterically. And, you know, she can't go home because of COVID. Also, when she's saying that, I'm like, were you going to get on the plane with the four-day-old baby? But maybe she would have. Um, but she's, you know, she's just really, um, she's really, really struggling with everything. I kind of feel bad for her. Because she is with a newborn. And I mean, I feel bad for Jovi because he has to quarantine for two weeks then be away for a month and then quarantine for two weeks. Like, that sucks, too. So, like, it's hard on both of them. I can see that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just a shitty situation for everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's a shitty situation for all new mothers, I think, you know, like, and especially knowing that she had postpartum and stuff. So, um, while yeah. I feel for her, I know that 
it's hard. So, you know, luckily she looks great and she seems like she's gotten through it. Yeah, she looks fantastic. The baby's adorable, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm sure when you have, you know, a week old baby and your husband's leaving for two months, it's a little like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so that's pretty much all we saw of Jovi and Yara it was very short. We didn't really get a whole lot out of them. No. So no, no. that was it. That's that. Okay, cool. Yep. All right. <laughs> moving on. Yep. All right. Moving on to Elizabeth and Andre. And I'm sure you're happy, Tamara. This was another couple that was barely in it. So um, it starts with Andre sort of still talking to Libby about the meeting. He's putting together a house for the little girl, who is so cute, I think, by the way. Um, and she's just, you know, and then Libby's like, okay, you need to go see, you need to go see Charlie. And you need to have a mm-hmm. talk with him. And Andre's like, mad because he's a clown. Andre's a clown. I mean, uh, Charlie's a clown. Charlie's Andre's a clown, a clown too. Yeah, like... They're all clowns. <laughs> they're all I-M-O. Clowns. I-M-O. Yeah. I-M-O too. And then so she said, okay, we have to talk. And then um, she kind of, if you ever noticed too, when Libby talks, her mouth is like all crooked. Has anyone else noticed this? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. And so, uh, in this episode, she was looking more and more like her daddy. I don't know if it was the messed up hair or if it was like she's just starting to age while we are watching like the, this one scene. The the scenes where she's sitting like talking uh-huh. to the producer with the silver hair. Yep. Okay. Yep. With the crimped. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. I, that is a horrible. Don't get me started on that look because I was like, whoever told you this looked good, they lied to you. Is that it looks like she's the... trying to be Khaleesi, like from Game of Thrones? I was like, you are not Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> Have a seat. What's the one that she has the purple velvet dress on? It's not. That's that the look. one. That's oh, because she looks yeah. awful in that yeah. one. Yeah. Like, terrible. Yeah. Ugh. And I, I just get like, I get, oh, I'm like every time I'm like, it's a, it's totally an 80s like vibe she's going for, but she missed the mark by so many years. Like, I'm like, that is not 80s. That is just hot fucking mess. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even know. I don't even know who told you that looked good. But girl, burn that whole look, burn the whole outfit. So here's the thing with this whole situation, right? So Andre went to Chuck and asked for $100,000, right? Andre Mm -hmm. wanted the $100,000 to start his own business, correct? Mm -hmm. Like his own Mm -hmm. real estate thing. His own house flipping. And now it has suddenly turned into Andre wants to join the family business. (laughs) Andre does not want to join the family business. He wants money so he can go do his own thing, right? Yes. Okay. But, but I mean, he can't have the money because he just got his real estate license. He hasn't done anything. Like, I mean, that's cool that you've got your license and it's cool that you want to do this, but you've never done it before. So I think him, quote unquote, joining the Pothast family business, that's their name, right? Pothast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, the Tampdashians. The Tampdashians. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's their name i can't get past that oh my god it's so funny but i think like i don't think he wants to i think that's chuck's motivation and to help him because i think i think deep down chuck wants him to succeed because he wants him to support his daughter so it's just this we it's it's all a setup for their own series honestly that's all it is lynn are you just like making this up 
and like because you think that's like what someone like Chuck would want because clearly the only thing that this family wants is to be on TLC. Oh, no, so they like, want to be on TV oh, because he's... when one of the sisters was bitching about how Libby gets all the stuff or what, I don't know if it was Charlie or somebody was like, you get all the attention, you get all the money. And I'm yelling at the television as they're saying it. I'm like, because she's on a TV series. That's why daddy is giving her all the money mm-hmm. so they can do all of this because you're on television mm-hmm. because little like you're all benefiting from it, including Charlie's right. wife. Right, right. So, so I mean, and come they, on. like we said last week, they all have OnlyFans and I can't pay attention to them, period, because I've seen way too much of where all your babies came from. Everybody has an OnlyFans. Kalini has an OnlyFans. Kalani has an OnlyFans. The podcast has really. Yeah, if you're on 90 Day Fiance and you don't have OnlyFans, there's something wrong with you. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Everybody has one. I had no idea that they all had one too. Yeah, Colini has like, from what I've seen, I've not seen hers, but from what I've heard on the webs, on the interwebs, hers Mm -hmm. is X-rated because obviously she wants to make some money. So, hey, you know what? More power to you. You're a pretty girl. Go ahead. Well, she's gorgeous. So I hope she's she's selling those memberships for high dollars. Seriously. (laughs) Like, price yourself for what you're worth, friend. That's all I have to say. Right. Don't lower your price for anybody. Right. Don't put yourself on sales, sis. Mm -hmm. No. So, <laughs> no bargain saying. barrel here. Anyway, right. so back to the tamped cash. What? What? I can't. Yeah. Sorry. So Libby <laughs> is like, okay, we're gonna go. Okay, so now we're gonna have the big showdown. They meet. I don't know where they met, but they were sitting at a picnic table, um, <laughs> and they're sitting there and whatever charlie comes in i mean this guy needs look andre is a jerk too but like charlie needs to go to an anger management class immediately like he just looks like he's going to kill everyone like he just looks so angry and he has so much there's definitely issues with the father like for sure mm-hmm. like if i was gonna sit here and like try to therapize his family like this is what i would come up not with. Therapize. not therapize don't therapize <laughs> why? why can't i therapize them you can therapize all you want as long as no you want. Yeah, I'm, j- I'm joking Sorry. the use of the word therapize, yeah. therapize. just yeah, triggers us <laughs> so <laughs> funny word oh, i don't want to be therapized but i'll therapize everybody else so anyway i so i think think charlie has issues with the father because if you notice anytime it comes up and like now chuck wants charlie to show andre the ropes and blah 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 blah, and it's like this is about you know my dad's business and i'm gonna take this over for my dad like it's very it's like competitive right because charlie Mm -hmm. was the only boy right and obviously Mm -hmm. there were other um whatever Mm -hmm. they have uh, another brother they have another, another brother. brother. They have another brother. Apparently, there's another brother. There's another he, brother. Does he have a mugshot too? Where no, is he? He's hmm. not a part of this whole situation. Is he not in Tampa? Did he? Oh. I'm not. I'm not area. sure. But he's not a part. I, I, that's what I, the word on the street is. That there is another brother, and he is just not part of this whole thing. He just is not that wanting to be part so of it. So he's the smart one. Yeah, he's okay. the one Osborne kid that never um, <laughs> participated. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right, right. Is he not in the family business and stuff? I don't think so. Wow. Wow. Good for him. I'm, I don't, let me, I'm looking it up. I heard it on the streets. Let me confirm what I heard on the streets. All right. Okay. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just think Charlie has so much anger and he tried to say like, yes, I got very, um, you know, I got very drunk on vodka 
at your wedding and I, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And I don't know. Again, it's staged. They probably gave them a script, you know, Mm -hmm. and then Libby's (laughs) trying to, you know, give him attitude. And it just was such a weird, I don't even know what it was. What, like, I guess they were supposed to hash out their differences, but like, did they really come to any kind of resolution? No, I mean, Charlie was kind of like, he kind of apologized to Libby. He's like, I feel bad I hurt you or I didn't mean to hurt you. I I mean, obviously the whole point was for him to apologize to Andre because that's what Andre wants, but he's not going to get that because he and Charlie are both alpha male. Well, Andre is more of an alpha male than Charlie, but that, I mean, nothing came out. There was nothing. It was just like, Charlie was like, oh, Libby, I didn't mean to like make a scene. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. So say it to Andre, even if you don't mean it, and just move forward from there. Like, just, it's just dumb. Like, the manufactured drama with this family is just. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. That's it. That's all I have to say. And they all just keep saying, like, we work so hard, and you're not just going to walk in here, and we've worked so hard. But I'm like, what have you done? Like, what have you done? This is the father's business. And I understand he employs all of them. And I'm sure they have their jobs, and they do whatever they're going to do. But, like, Chuck is the, this is his business. Right. I mean, he's the one that founded it. He started it. He, he, he's working there, like. Mm-hmm. It's he's doing all the hard work. They're just benefiting because they happen to be biologically related to him. Yeah, right. you know that's it. So the streets have spoken, and okay. Libby has two more brothers. Oh, um, really? But they that's both refrain. Kids. Mm-hmm. They both refrain from participating in the show, and they keep a low profile on social media. Good for them. So, mm. yes. So it's not like he's he's vying for daddy's attention and Andre is coming to steal his daddy. I just feel, like you said, it's all manufactured. It's all bullshit. I think they're friends. I think they sit around and drink and talk about what can we do to keep people like us talking about all the drama that they have going. I feel like it's so fake and it's just so contrived. And I don't know what he used to shellac his hair down that day, but it was too much. Andre. Wait, which one? Oh, Andre. The, yeah, yeah, it well, was too much. Mm-hmm. It was too much. And I was did, just did like, you ask Micah? Because he he should know. He has he didn't watch it with me. So oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> so, I, I know. Count on him for all the mail. I know. I know, but it was too much and I'm just over them. So I have nothing nice to say ever. But um it's just they're not my favorite people. And he I just you know, Andre sorry, Andre Andre just comes into, you know, this on the scene and has this expectation that oh you're gonna give me give me give me give me and i mean i keep thinking if i was part of that family i would feel some kind of way about that too you know what i'm saying well yeah mm-hmm. i mean nobody nobody should marry into your family and then demand things from you like that's right. rude for one thing right but like the other problem i have with this whole storyline with them is it's just it's not interesting like there's mm-hmm. no there's no friction there's no real drama okay yeah your husband wants to get a job and he got his real estate license and he wants to flip houses and you're he wants money from your dad but like in the grand scheme of things like Mm -hmm. who cares like whatever right that's not real drama like that's not that doesn't make for good reality tv i'm sorry i've had a lot of bourbon today so i'm just like whatever it's fine it's fine and (laughs) like here's the thing it's like that it goes back to what kelly was saying where it was like you know, it's all like boring and yeah. it's all not interesting. And no. it's all, so maybe we're just sitting around to wait for some drama to happen. Like, is that why we keep watching? 
Yes, and that's why they get good ratings, and that makes me angry that we have fallen into the trap. Like, we are part of the trap. We are the exact we are the, audience. We're part of the problem. We are part of the problem because we watch it, and then we talk about it. And then we're right. like, oh, my God, you guys, did you see what didn't happen? So, you know. <laughs> totally. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, and it's just all fake. That's the other issue. It's like yeah. everything is just way too manufactured every single storyline is like manufactured you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. um because moving on to brandon and julia so now they're gonna go to the green card interview which that was also felt manufactured like oh i I don't know it just and julia doesn't know that i'm supposed to bring all these things and i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. you know and it was just like okay so now there can be drama around that their storyline was so boring this week right i'm surprised he didn't call his mom when she was like i don't feel good i'm gonna throw up to be like julia might be pregnant (laughs) this might be morning sickness betty what should you do i'm like i just i i if i'm being honest i fast forwarded through all of their scenes i don't even know what happened when they went in for their interview well, I mean, I, I was asking the Dane because we were, he was watching it with me. This poor guy. He gets, he gets tortured watching this stuff with me. <laughs> and I remember like when we went for our interview together like that. And I even, because I don't, I don't remember it. I mean, it was 10 years ago, so I don't really remember it. And I was like, did they tell us right away that we were approved? And he was like, yeah. He goes, you know, the agent was like, I'm going to approve this. And I was like, oh, really? I don't remember that. Okay. But it was a conditional approval. So he had to like. He got permanent residency, but then uh-huh. he had to, I think it was two years later, he had to refile for like permanent residency without, a con- was it a condition? I can't remember what the word he used was. So like, I mean, it wasn't. Provisional? Was it provisional, like provisional? That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Something like, yeah. Because like, like he got it and then it had, like two years later, he could get like without provisions or conditions or whatever. Uh-huh. So like, I just. Because I don't really remember the interview that well. And I just remember it not being. And I asked David, I was like, were you stressed out about it? And he was like, well, yeah. He's like, because, you know, they can tell you no for whatever reason. And I was like, okay, you know, I get that. But, um, and like Julia and Brandon, like she was freaking out. I get her freaking out. But Brandon was just no help to her. No. He was, he was just sitting there like, like a douche. Like, sorry, Mm -hmm. like, pardon my French. But like, he was just not in any way, shape or form comforting to her. No. At all. Because she was like, well, you come to Russia with me, I guess. What do you mean, I guess? Like, what is that? You right. Know? Like, he wasn't supportive at all. No. So well, we've seen, up... and we've seen this side yeah. of him every, in every episode. He's not yeah. supportive. He's not, he's not going to help her. He's not going to be a support system to her. Like, that's it. This is who he is. This is who she's got. Yeah. And, and like, that's shitty for her. Like, she came here. She gave up her life and her country to come to, to this country for this guy. Mm-hmm. Ew. You know, and his whole response to her is, well, if I don't get approved and I have to go back to Russia, will you come with me? And he's like, I guess I will because I have to, not because I want to. Like, seriously? And you're mm-hmm. going to you're going to stay married to this person? He's mm. a spoiled. He act, he's acting like a spoiled brat. Mm. But did you guys mm-hmm. notice that in their photo, you know, before they bring the couples on, they, you mm-hmm. know, that photo they always show they're back to back and they're not smiling. Oh, they were angry with each other. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if last week it was like that, but they're back to back and they're not smiling. And I'm like, that's usually like the indicator of how their season's going to go. Yeah, for like, you, So I am uh, interested to see like maybe they're going to have more drama where she gets her green card or she gets her provisional visa, whatever it's called, and she wants to move out. And maybe that's when we'll get some good. 
Well, stuff. they're in New York right now. I don't know if you guys follow them on Instagram or Julia, at least. Like, she's in mm-hmm. New York City. And she was like, oh, I've always wanted to come here, but couldn't because of the pandemic. And she's obviously, she loves it because it's New York City. It's New York City, it's right? Not Dinwiddie, so. <laughs> it's not the yep. farm. I hate so the farm. I'm so I'm sure much. she's asking Brandon, hey, can we buy a house in New York oh, City? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I actually have some appointments set up right yeah. now. Super easy to buy a house in New York. Totally. <laughs> Get one of those penthouse apartments overlooking Central Park. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that was pretty much their their deal. Um, well, they she okay. didn't get approved, so we don't want to we don't want to like bury the lead. She didn't get approved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She so did she, not get approved. She did not. No. Oh. They had to. There's more. Um, I don't know. They didn't really know exactly what it was because I don't think their immigration, their agent who was interviewing them knew exactly what it was, but they need some more paperwork. I think there was some more documentation that the government at the time had added that they needed. So they need to fill out more. They, it wasn't that she was flat out denied. It was just, they didn't approve it at that time. So they have to fill out some more paperwork and submit that and then go back. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Thanks she doesn't have update. to leave. She doesn't have to. Leave. Well, yeah, it happened in the episode. That I did pay attention to that. I was, see, I, I must. Yeah, I don't have any recollection of that. So clearly, that was my blackout time because literally zero zero recollection. I was. I just yeah, thought no. they went, and then we never actually saw what happened. So no, we did. We saw what happened. She didn't get approved, but she didn't get like she doesn't have to leave or anything. She just they need to go back. Gotcha. And I was actually in, shocked I think that in a Betty. I was shocked that Betty and Ron weren't on this because I thought they'd just be involved in this. Like, oh, you need to make sure you do this. Like, I just thought there would be a lot of Betty advice, but clearly they were not. um... It's kind of nice that they're not involved, though. Like, let Brandon handle it on his own with his big binder. Yes, I I know. I can't laugh at that because David has one of the, or he had one of those. Like, every time he traveled, he had, like, a binder of paperwork. So before he became, you know, a permanent resident and then a citizen, that's what he had. So I was like, okay. Kevin, here's your here's your giant binder of stuff to go on an airplane. Well, didn't Danielle have one of those for Muhammad? She sure did. So. She threw it at <laughs> Maybe you should have kept that girl. <laughs> you should have kept the binder. Keep the binder. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. Moving on to Kalani and Asuelu. This is another super boring couple. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happened. What happened? Everyone did is Kalini boring. Arrive? So the sister came. Kalini okay. came. You know, and again, trying to manufacture the drama of like, oh, my God, Kalini is going to be in the same house with Osuelo and what's going to happen. And oh, that's right. She was saying how they shouldn't be buying a house together. Yeah. And it was, was like the, nothing was like Kalani is making whatever she was making. Was it pancakes or I don't know what she was making. Oh, the yeah, Samoan, Samoan pancakes, pancakes. Pancake. which look yeah. really good. Simone yeah. pancakes and whatever and the kids yeah. and they're eating breakfast. Yeah. And then Kalini's like, why are you buying a house? Which is. Yeah, like, why, how, first of all, how are you buying a house? And second of all, why are you buying a house? You know? And well, she's, she's yeah. saying it's to save their marriage, but, like, I don't know. Buying a house is not going to save a marriage, much like having a baby is not going to save a marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, these extraneous things aren't going to save a marriage because your marriage is your marriage, whether you live in a house, an apartment with your parents, no kids, kids. Like, it's your marriage. Like, mm-hmm. it is what it is, so... So I just looked up the recipe for Samoan pancakes. Ooh, is it easy and to make? It's like donuts. It's got oh. bananas, uh, some sugar, some flour, and some baking powder. Wait, do donuts extract. have bananas in it? 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's like that's. I guess they use the tropical fruit available on the so island. So is it like a fried banana bread? Like if I were to make banana bread and just put it in a pan instead of putting no, it I in don't the oven. So. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm just It looks more like a donut, <laughs> but it looks delicious. That it I sounded just... really good when she was making. Like it looked really good when she was yeah, making it. Yeah, I got distracted by the thought of Samoan pancakes, and I was like, let me look up what's in there. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I there's nothing to add here. Maybe um, Kalini moving in thought that maybe Oswelu would like dampen her like OnlyFans style. I don't know how she's making her OnlyFans <laughs> I don't work know she was on in that craft that room. Point, but... No, she's saying how she making that OnlyFans work at the craft room. Right, she got to be creative, right? So I, that's all I could think about. But I, you know, I didn't know she was a photographer. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Because that's why I didn't realize that. That's why she moved home because her business had, you know, she didn't have any during the pandemic. So, yeah. I mean, how many bedrooms does this house have? I don't know. I look at the house and I'm like, the kitchen's really small. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. base a house the size of a house on the size of the kitchen. I know that's superficial, oh, but that's what no, I do. That's interesting. Like if it's a small kitchen, I'm like, well, how big is your house? If but your then it kind of like looked tiny. like maybe like Kalani and Oswalo lived like the downstairs was like they a live separate in the basement. house. Like, is yeah. that yes. the basement though? So is I that little the basement? So is that little kitchen maybe like their kitchen? I thought that was the main kitchen, like upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be their kitchen. See, I thought the downstairs was like their, but I don't know. I thought, because it is really small, and I was kind of like, there's no way this can be like the house for everybody. Yeah. It just I mean, it looks from the out, from the exterior shots that they've shown of it, it looks like a decent sized house. I mean, I don't want to be a house snob or anything, but... It looks like a good size house, but to have like six people living in it, it, you know, obviously anything with six people in it feels smaller, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know. know. But anyway, they want to, you know, they want to move out. Asuelo wants his own space. I mean, I, I agree with Kalini being like, maybe you just go get a lease somewhere and go live and see Uh what happens instead of go like buy a house. But then they also reveal that in the Samoan culture, once you're married, you're married. Like, that's it. Like, there's no, and Asuelo definitely subscribes to that. And I think Kalani's sort of like, I'm okay if we get divorced, <laughs> but Asuelo <laughs> is definitely like, you know, this is it. Like we're married. So we have to just, we're going to be together and we should just figure out like what, what our lives are going to be now. You know? Well, here's the thing, like another, another um, person fall in love with the vacation D, right? Yeah. So like, so <laughs> like, vacation you're, you're right, you're on vacation, <laughs> it's sunny, you're just like, this man's paying me attention, it's all good. Then you fell in love with it and got pregnant. And now he's here. And it's exhausting on you because he's a child so it's not Mm -hmm. even that he and he says things like I want to be a man and you know take care of my family I think he's just like saying those things because his actions don't represent it because he is one of her three children and she looks constantly exhausted because she has to interact with a human being who looks like an adult but completely acts like a child and i'm like is something wrong with him like is it it can't just be all cultural right like is something wrong with him does he have like something where he is like not connecting the dots like mentally like because it's like i feel like not everyone from Samoa would be doing this like he's doing this. Like, I feel like her dad clearly came from Samoa and is not like Asuelu. So mm-hmm. how 
how do we how do we relate these two things? Like I just don't understand. Well, like how old is he? Is he what? He's what twenty five? Yeah, yeah, he's something young. like that. So I mean, maybe it's a maturity thing. Maybe I mean, okay. maybe he just wasn't. Re- maybe he he wasn't ready for a vacation V. You know, okay. like he met a girl. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have some fun with her. He got her pregnant. They got to get like. You know, it kind of it might go both ways. I mean, she's very mature for her age because she's thirty, right? Thirty-two. She's significantly not significantly, but she's a lot older than him. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's a boy. I mean, no offense right. to guys in their mid twenties, but you're boys. Like you, you know, you just want to play and you want to go out and you want to have a good time, and that's fine. Right. But you know, when when you're when you have two kids and a family, you have to settle down. And whether you say it out loud doesn't make it true. Like he can say it out loud all he wants. Mm-hmm. I'm the man. I Samoa. This is what we do. That's cool, bro. It's like <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not acting like that though. Right. <laughs> right. I, mean? I just. I just. I think. I. I would. Le- I'm hoping it's a maturity thing and not mm-hmm. like. Because it's it's exhausting to watch her interact with him. Well, the so, dude said the same thing. He's like, is he like not all there? And I was like, I don't know. He goes, he acts like a kid. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, he does. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, he is. I, I think know. he is a kid. He is a kid, yeah. and he like. And I think she had these two little boys back to back, and then she yeah. had this husband that is also a child. And I think yeah. the kids love him because like, every time he shows them, they're just playing around. They're jumping on the bed. They're wrestling. They're crawling around. You know, so he he's like a he's a like a big for brother them. for them. You know, yeah, he's the and, big brother. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately for Kalani, she's she has to be mature because she quite literally has to take care of all of them. Mm-hmm. He's not capable, you know. Nope. No, so, not at all. No, yeah, he's definitely not capable. So no. um, that's why it's like, girl, don't buy a house. Like, no, yeah, go go get a I mean, long term lease somewhere and I see how that goes. I get it. They don't want to throw away money with leasing a place for six months. Like, I get that after a while. Like after you know when you rent apartments for so many years and like you're like, oh, I'm throwing all this money away. I should just buy a place. But like for them. It's just another layer of something that they have to be responsible for. They don't even for. know if they want to be together. And then exactly. they showed in the preview for next week that they revealed they're not even sleeping in the same bed. So it's like, oh, what Like, what well, are you doing? Like, they need to they need to figure out what they're doing. So That's not uncommon in some marriages. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's kind of uncommon when you've only been married a couple of years. But I don't know. But um, I am not living like Lucy and Ricky. I, I, I would, I, I need, I need, I need someone there, but I also need a big enough bed that I, I can feel like I'm alone. Right, right. I agree. But I, I right. But I want to California for everybody. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I always tell everybody that's what saved my marriage because it's like I need to reach over and know that you're there in the middle of the night if I feel like I need to know that. But I also need to know like I feel like I'm alone. So go figure. It's like I I, I I think that that's a sign of a marriage that is definitely on its way out. But some people, you're right, they do do it because they just have some people snore. Some people have weird sleeping habits. Some people wake up earlier. Some people go, you know, so people, everybody, it works Every for everybody. Every relationship but, is different. I yes. Mean, but yeah. clearly theirs is because she just cannot stand him anymore. Exactly. 
That's my point. Like, I would yeah. guess that's why. It's not because he's waking up early and waking her up. <laughs> like, no, I mean, I could morning. see if, like, he went to bed at 9 o'clock at night and she was a night person and she was like, fine, Absolutely. go to bed, I'll go sleep somewhere else. Like, I really just think she doesn't like him. Right, right. <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. I'm like, I yeah. think she really doesn't like him. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't like exactly. Him. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, I I didn't even know that tidbit from next for next week. So that's yes. interesting. Yes, yeah. so I didn't black out during that part. Okay, okay. so next up is Tiffany and Ronald another snooze fest so um so Tiffany's what did they, what did they do so Tiffany's taken the money the from the plane ticket and she's now got it gotten an apartment mm-hmm. so she used the money to put down a deposit on an apartment she's oh. now gonna move out with her kids because she's sick of living with her mother and her grandmother which a her mother looks super young and b everyone in right? that family they just love to show off their shoulders everybody it's like cold and shoulder cold shoulder shoulders. every day yeah yeah. Every yeah. day is a cold shoulder. And then yeah. she, her, she, her, she said to her mom, you probably like that top. I'm like, if it's a cold shoulder, you know she yeah, does. Exactly. She's got it on exactly. right now. What was her name? Maggie or something? Yes. 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 They love to have their shoulders out. That's like, they're a shoulders mm-hmm. first family. So, first. Um, so she Bob just... the drag queen, Bob the drag queen says, walk in purse first. You say, walk in shoulders first. Exactly. Tiffany says, shoulders first. You grew up in Tiffany's family and first so um so yeah so she's gonna get an apartment she's packing with the mom and you know it was just kind of a really boring conversation around like what do you think and i think this is great and are you happy and this was just kind of what was happening while she put random like one toy at a time in a box Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way she was packing was giving me anxiety yeah. because as somebody who packs a certain way, I was like, what are you doing with that box and just throwing shit in it? Like, no, that's not how you do it. Well, that. it was probably a fake scene, right? Well, so obviously, could, but it still yeah. gave me anxiety. I was like, what are you doing? No, like, you're I- not rolling and wrapping. You're not rolling and wrapping. <laughs> well, I was laughing when she was like, how do you tape boxes, mom? So that oh. the mother like shows her, but literally just put one strip of tape and she's like, okay, you're set. I'm like, I actually go through like a whole roll by the time you tape the bottom of that shit up because to your point Lynn you're packing and rolling you're putting a lot of things in there you're trying to you know like make Mm -hmm. the most use of your space you're not putting one random plastic shark toy in a box and being like in a blanket being like that's done (laughs) I'm just putting all this random things in here it's like yeah you are so um so they just had a really weird conversation the mother's not really into Ronald and that was kind of it right right Right. That was pretty much. I mean, I was just obsessed with how young her mother looks. And I was trying to figure out how old her mother was because Tiffany is what? Probably 29? our age. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because how old's Tiffany? Is she like 29? Mm-hmm. 27, 29? Yeah, so the mother yeah. could be She like... might be younger than us, actually. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she's like, maybe she's, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I was just obsessed with how young she looked. So is the Dane. We were trying well, to figure out how old she was. Well, Lynn, maybe get yeah. yourself a cold shoulder, like a, a cold shoulder I have top. cold shoulder shirts. You're going to see one in a couple of weeks. Okay. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm bringing it just because just, of this. I was just about to ask, where does one buy cold shoulder tops I didn't these buy days? one. I got it. I got it from, I'm not even going to tell you because you'll make fun of me. I just <laughs> have it. <laughs> you gotta tell me now. You open no. up the door. No. JC Penny's? No. Oh. What do you think I am? <laughs> JC Penny's. Oh my god. I got I it from Nordstrom, it. okay? From but where? Nordstrom? Nordstrom. Oh, yeah. no, I wouldn't make fun of that. 
I don't know. I just feel as though you would laugh at me. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not yeah, Tiffany, I am, I am totally bringing it. Anyway, back okay. to Okay. I can't wait. Maybe uh, we'll post it on the Instagram when you could wear we? it. Yes. And then we're going to have to do, shirt. we're going to do a side-by-side of Tiffany and a cold shoulder. And yes. Yeah, that's so shoulder. weird yes. because we yes. might look alike. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's um, do it. Okay. All right. So that was pretty much their their story. Okay. So now I think we're on the last couple. Um, Uh, I'm pretty sure we we got through everybody. Yeah, because Natalie and Michael were not on it. Thank God. Oh, my God. They were. Um, I didn't even notice. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was really the saving grace. You know what? It was a really boring episode, but as long as I didn't have to see Natalie's face, that's all I cared about. Um, Okay. So... Michael and Angela. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I mean, these two have been on these shows for 100 years, but they do keep giving. You got to give it to them. I mean, Angela still says shit that makes me laugh out loud. Every episode, I laugh out loud. Um, And this week's, it was when she was describing all the things that Michael does to her boobs. And she was like, you know, he's pulling on them. He's, I'm like, what is Michael doing to her boobs? I was traumatized. Can we all just take a, have a moment of silence for JoJo at that moment, please? Oh, or sissy right. or whatever the hell she calls her. Like, this poor woman had to listen to all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. But it was like, yeah. I just love when Angela was describing it. Like, he does this and he's doing that and he's it. And I'm like, wow. Like, what is happening with those boobs? So, yeah, she's really, she had to break the news to Michael that she was going to have to get a, um, a reduction. Can I ask a question? And this might be me being stupid, but is it really that big of a deal that she's having as part of her weight loss surgery and skin surgery? Like this is all part of what she's having done. Is it that big of a deal that she's going to have a breast reduction just to tighten them up and lift them, lift them a little bit? Like, is it that bad in Michael's eyes? Like, I to don't what get it. to do to for Angela to have that because like he was with his brother or whoever and they were they were like oh no the boobs you got to keep the boobs I'm like what like what I was very confused like yeah I mean he was I, upset I really think because even the doctor said to her African men like boobs so like it's just a thing like I think but I mean like Michael has not like they were talking about how you know African men with the women with the big boobs and that's you know they gave them the big boobs or something like that and I'm like Michael had nothing to do with the way Angela was built like she Mm -hmm. came into his life like that like he didn't feed her and say oh I'm gonna give you boobs like she had them already they each weigh five pounds there was no way he fed her five if he was feeding her those things would weigh more right for sure right right and it's like (laughs) my friend jojo that was that was too like you know that girl has sat through a whole lot more of listening to them on the phone and hearing them (laughs) because wasn't she there for their wedding yes (laughs) I would like to, I would like, I'm going to formally ask Jojo via right now on this podcast to come talk to us because I would like some stories from Jojo, but I don't know if she listens, but 
everybody's on the struggle bus in Angela's life. Angela, you're supposed to be on a liquid diet. So I looked up like what you're supposed to eat before. What did she order? Chicken, chicken noodle soup, soup. with you're the chicken so and the pasta right, and the cow. Right, like, That's not a liquid right, diet, friend. Right. The night before a surgery on your yeah. stomach, you probably should only. First Broth. of all, you probably should have clear liquids. Right. I'm yes. guessing it's close to a colonoscopy before you go in for one of those, because that is something going in, like looking in your stomach or whatever. You would think like she had, and it's only clear liquids, but the chicken noodle soup had like chunks of meat it and chicken. noodles in it. Right. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? And she was like so like unhappy with it. Like she wanted right. a cheeseburger and fries, and it's like right. you've got a pretty good situation. It was a giant soup. Right, it was massive. And shouldn't right. she not be eating the night before? She like don't you aren't you supposed to fast what twelve hours? Right. You're probably before supposed surgery? to fast before that surgery anyway yeah. Yeah. to keep your stomach clean because yeah. they're cutting it. Oh, like, and rearranging it. Yes. <laughs> right. They're going in. I mean, this is also the woman that was smoking a cigarette the morning of. Like, what, you know, yeah. like, just oh. no regard for what and they're And putting, her. like, earrings on and stuff. Like, when I was going in yeah. for gallbladder <laughs> surgery, I didn't put any jewelry on, no makeup. I didn't what? eat. I didn't smoke. I mean, I don't smoke anyway. But, like, <laughs> I just was, like... I didn't have a glass of like nothing. Like you just, I was terrified. I'm like, I'm yeah, having exactly. surgery. I'm having something removed. Yes, like yes. what the fuck? Right. And then like, you have to like, you, you, you got to make sure you look your best. So you got to bring all your rainbow shops jewelry. Yeah. Like the like, earrings were like, killing me. I was like, what is she doing? She really, yeah, she, she, mm-hmm. she's she, a riot. She's and a riot. the smoking, the smoking, oh, the like, smoking. it's like, she's like, you better not tell them I smoked. I'm like, they would smell it on you. I yes. thought the exact same thing. It's like Angela, yes. that crazy hair, but her hair was crazy. It's like, they're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna smell it on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And it's like, and she was right, like that Michael should have been more concerned about her health than, you know, the surgery, but you, I mean, the breast reduction, but I was thinking about this and you guys tell me what you think about it. So I'm going to go back to next to last week and I'm going to talk about this week. So last week when she was hitting on the doctor, do you guys think if Michael was hitting on some woman like that, he would live to tell the tale? Oh my God. Oh, he would be dead right there. He'd be dead. Totally dead. dead. Remember when he brought the woman to talk to Angela? When they were is in. that when he got the cake in the face afterwards? Like, I mean, I couldn't remember, but that was when she was screaming at him in the parking lot, and then yep. on the way home, and she had, she had the sunglasses on that you gave her to marry. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Oh my God! Thanks for outing me. <laughs> I was looking for them in yesterday's episode. I'm not even kidding. Not wearing any. Not wearing any. I've only supplied her I with. Know with the last season sunglasses but hey Angela if you're listening and you like my sunglasses choices I got you girl (laughs) um but you know it's just one of those things where like so he would totally like she would have found her way COVID or no COVID she'd have found her way over to Michael (laughs) she would have taken a what do you call those uh boats that they bring um those cars on what do they call the big old uh transport boats that the cars come from other countries on oh, oh yes oh yes God. i don't know what they're called oh but I, know I know what, what you're mean. saying yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. I, want, I want to say ferry but that's not it no she would have yeah. gotten on one of those boats yeah. she would have found her way over there <laughs> she would have found michael during the pandemic <laughs> and she would have cut his balls off like that's exactly <laughs> what would have happened <laughs> if he if he had if he had done that and now fast forwarding to this week where he is like saying to her, you know, I don't think you should do it. Da, da, da. Do you think if he was telling her, like, if it was reversed, you know, that she was telling him, Michael, you shouldn't do it, you know, he wouldn't do it. 
No, he of course do he it. wouldn't. No. Right. Because he listens to her and he's afraid right. of her. <laughs> Mostly he's afraid standard. of her. So, yeah. Right. Right. So Michael yeah. Michael loses every which way. It's, he does. Like, he it, does. It's just, it just, it cracks me up because I'm like, you know, if she was telling Michael, you're not going to get the surgery, you better not get the surgery. You know, he wouldn't get it. He but then what was the it. whole speech about him when he was talking to his brother? He's like, oh, you know, here in Nigeria, we are 100% in control of the woman and they listen mm-hmm. to everything we say. And I'm like, but you don't because mm-hmm. you're terrified of this woman, right. this American independent woman that you've fallen in love with. Like she can say jump and you'll be like, how high, Angela? Right. How high? Right. Right. Well, because the brother, the brother was the one that was saying that, right? right. Like we're yeah. supposed to 100%, but the brother even said, but that's not her. Like they all no. know, like they all she's know. crazy American woman. She's going <laughs> to do what she wants to do. And that's it. So it's also like, Michael, this is what you chose, mm-hmm. right? She's going to do what she wants. She wants to, she's going to have the surgery. She wants to, Whatever, the boobs, I don't, you know, I'm sure those boobs are so, they're 10 pounds. Like, that's a lot of weight hanging off the front of your body. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Yes. And her back and her, th- you know, and like yes. he said, like, her stomach's going to go away. So her boobs are literally just going to well, hang all the way They are going to get smaller, too. Like, when she loses weight, they'll get smaller. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to be that size yes. when she loses weight. They're going to get little, too. But they're going to hang because she doesn't wear the right bra. Yeah. Right. To support them. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I spend a lot of money on my bras because I am <clears throat> blessed in that area. I hate to say it, but I am. And I have to <laughs> keep them up. So, like, mm-hmm. she's yes. not keeping them up. Like, she's a 54-year-old woman. Gravity is not your friend, Angela. No, and also it's your not. bra is not a purse. I mean, no. these are just things <laughs> no. that... You don't put your cigarettes in your phone. Yeah, and like, literally like, no. everything is in there. She doesn't Ew. carry a purse because she puts her it all in. Her cell phone charger. Yeah. Her, like, I mean, she's I, probably got a grandkid in there without realizing right. it. Yes. Know, like, one of her grandkids is like, hi, Mima. Well, like, you, no. know, you know, they do what's in your purse. Like, a lot of, like, people do what's <laughs> mm-hmm. in your purse. Yeah. They'll, we should have Angela do what's in your booth. <laughs> oh, my what's God. What's in your booth? What's just in your pull bag? out, What's in your yeah, bag? pull out all of like uh, because you know she's had a lot of room under there. So, but she's lost weight now, and I wonder if she did get the um, breast reduction surgery. She probably or not. did because she probably had excess skin, and it's it's wise when you've lost that much weight to like tighten everything up. Like otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just gonna hang there. And I hope, I hope she's wearing more supportive undergarments now because it's just it's just helpful. She looks good. She looks good. I she mean, great, the few pictures yeah. that I've seen and she posted yeah. something on Instagram the other day. She looks great. Yeah. But um, I, you know, it's like oh, Honey Boo Boo's mom. She like had so much surgery after she had her weight loss surgery, you know? So it's like the beginning of the process for Angela, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, when you're that, you know, when you have that much excess weight on your body mm-hmm. and you're lose, when you lose that much weight that quickly, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, your skin is all stretched out. Like that's what happens. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's just mm-hmm. how your body works. Like that's yep. it. You yep. Know? yep. Well, with, well, luckily with the weight I lost, my skin bounced back just great. And I've since been able to, you know, stretch it out again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it's like, it's just, 
just one of those things where skin is very pliable. People don't realize that. Well, but, um, like, and, but it's what you said, Lynn. It's losing the weight that quickly, right? Because yeah. when you have like bariatric surgery, I mean, I've heard from people who have had it, like mm-hmm. you lose like 30 pounds in like just a couple of weeks. So yeah, like, you're, right so yeah. that's a lot in your skin. You know, I think yeah. when you've lost it, like over time and in a mm-hmm. more, you know, normal pace, your skin is pliable and it will sort of like go it goes and back. yeah, it'll kind right, of yeah. stretch back, you know? Yeah, right. Um, yeah. so yeah, but she's going to, ha- I mean, her boobs, yeah, their boobs are going to get small, but I can only imagine the skin and the sagging and the, so much. I mean, so it much, must just yeah. be crazy. So they got, it was more of like a lift. If any, they had to lift that shit up, you know? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, which Michael yeah. will end up liking that so much. It's just, he doesn't, I don't think he gets what yeah. what she's talking about. Like he doesn't I don't get think it. he under yeah, he doesn't understand what she's doing and how it's going to affect her body like what it's going to look like. Cuz if she didn't do all of that, she would just be a bunch of skin. I mean, yeah. I know this isn't my 600 pounds life, but I've watched that show enough to see the after and see what like the people look good because they've lost so much weight, but their skin is hanging. Like you've got to, you've got to fix everything because what you've done to your body when you've stretched everything out like that, when you weigh, you know, 300 pounds, like 400 pounds, like you gotta, I mean, I know Angela doesn't weigh that much, but still. She must be very tall. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, she weighed, I think 278, I think. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Around there when she weighed herself. So yeah, she's probably really tall. And I think her boobs, I mean, again, she's very, she has one of those, she has a, the type of body type that's just very, very big up top. Her legs are not that Uh She's like an apple. Yeah. She's got the apple shape. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, look, but she does look great because, like I said, we've already all seen the afters. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay. So, anyway, so she's finally going in for the surgery. Of course, she smoked. Of course, she ate meat and noodles. And now she's, you know, and of course, they show her next week. She's having a hard time coming out of anesthesia. I mean, I did feel bad for her when she was trying to call her grandkids and, you know, and nobody was answering because clearly she's nervous. She's going to have a, she's going to be under anesthesia for four hours. I mean, it's a major surgery you know and she wasn't able to talk to anybody before she went in so it is nice that Jojo Sissy whatever her name is was there to be with her and support her and I also did look up what hotel that was that she was in because I was very um Mm -hmm, I was just curious mm -hmm. and I figured it out she was in a um a holiday garden, a mm-hmm. Hilton, Hilton Garden, garden Inn or something. Inn. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Oh, you could have just asked me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. You would have known. But I saw when they were leaving in the Uber, like, picture head studios or whatever. So I Googled that. And then across the street. And I was like, oh, there it is. So very easy little, to sort of, you know. Little known fact, sent Angela flowers while she was there. Um, you yeah. did? Yes. Oh, <laughs> my God. What, yeah, so uh, I'll... Wait, I'll is that t- where yeah. she recovered in the Hilton Garden Inn on Vine? <laughs> oh, TLC. I mean, come on. At least put her up and give her a break. Put her up in the Four Seasons or something. Are you Jeez. kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? Right. The and Hilton I ju- Garden Inn on Vine. Uh-huh, Lord. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I guess because they had gates so they could lock up cars and things maybe. It has mm. a gate. Mm. Um, and I just looked no up. No other hotel it, has a gate. Like that's, well, that's the, the Four one. Seasons, you know, it's a high crime area. Um, <laughs> you know Beverly Hills, those mean Beverly streets. Beverly Hills, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says Nigerian travel is open, you guys. So um, it says if, you, if you travel to Nigeria, get fully vaccinated before travel. And if you're fully vaccinated with an FDA authorized vaccine, 
you can go, you do not have to get tested before leaving the United States and you do not have to self quarantine. Well, I'll be fully vaccinated in two weeks. So I know. Oh my gosh. You're going to Nigeria with Angela. (laughs) Liz is going to take those cold shoulders and she's going to go right to Nigeria. (laughs) Shoulders first. Shoulders first. Walk in the room like, uh, uh, shoulders first. Here I am. That is the name of our new podcast. Shoulders first. For sure. I'm writing it down. I'm setting it up right now. So and no we're going to talk it. about fashion and <laughs> travel and yeah, shoulders first. Yeah, we, we will have a new country every week that we tell you that has opened for yes. travel <laughs> where you can bring your cold shoulders. Exactly. I'm exactly. bringing my cold shoulders to London in September. Just. Saying. Instead of guns out, sun. What is it? Suns out, guns out, or whatever. Out, guns out. Yeah. So now suns we have to come up with something for the cold shoulders. Cold shoulders. Yeah. Walk into the room, cold shoulders first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. yeah. I like that. You know what? I'm trademarking it right now. That's going to be our new podcast name. So <laughs> nobody can steal it. Oh yeah. Don't gosh. steal it. Don't guys. Steal it. Okay. Um. I think that's it. That that was yep. everybody. So next week, Natalie and Michael look to be back next week. So I just want to warn everyone. It looks like she's drives herself home from the hotel after he left her last week. Oh, that's so, right. He left her in Seattle. Yeah, she drove that big giant pickup truck <laughs> home. So anyway, well, what the hell did he drive? If she, I thought the, the exact same thing. Truck. I'm like, if she's driving this giant pickup truck, how did Michael get back? But hopefully was we'll he figure that out. Like, what the hell did he drive? Uh, we'll figure that out next week because I thought the big pickup truck was Michael's. So yeah. um, anyway, so right. that is it. And you know what else? Mm-hmm. This is episode 45, guys. 45. Oh my God, wow. 45. Mm-hmm. What? So, you know, in a mother month or so, it'll be one year since we started this thing. I know, which is crazy. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. So, crazy. Thanks for all the peeps <gasps> listening. We did something and... during our pandemic, I guess, huh? I know, we, we did. We totally did. We did. So, we did. it's very exciting. Um, it is. All right, we'll be back next week, and I'm sure we'll be complaining how boring it is, but we'll still talk forever an hour. So, you know. Exactly. See you all then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.